0: Welcome to Parenting with Play. This week's episode is our monthly musing with Marion Rose, where we get to dive deeper into topics that drive the things that we do as parents. Because we don't parent in isolation, there are cultural and other reasons why we parent the way that we do. And many of these reasons stem from our own childhood. So the more that we get to unpick them, the clearer a picture we gain of why we do the things that we do what our own often subconscious paradigms and beliefs are and then when we have a clearer picture of that, then we can choose to continue with them or we can make different choices. So this week's episode comes about because I often hear parents worrying that there is something fundamentally wrong with their child, that their child is behaving in ways that are unusual or just wrong. And I often hear from women that that they worry that there is something wrong with themselves in how they think, in how they feel, and how they behave. So, with the amazing Marion Rose, who has a background in developmental psychology, psychotherapy, and parenting, I thought it'd be helpful to dive into a deep fear that many of us have in order to release it from our set of parenting beliefs. Because when we shift things for ourselves, the effects on and for our children can be truly profound. So let's dive into yet another insightful and transformative chat with the incredible Marion Rose. I'm Helena Mooney and if you're wanting practical, respectful and effective strategies to help transform your everyday parenting challenges with connection and fun, then you're in the right place. Let's dive in. Again, lovely Marion, our monthly chat with you. It's so fabulous to have you. Thank you so much for coming back on the podcast.
1: Oh, it's such an honor. I love talking to you, Helena, as you know.
0: (laughs) Always so much insights and relief for me, actually, when I talk to you. And that's why the topic we're going to talk about today, I really wanted to share with as many parents as possible. And every time you tell me this, my body just sinks. I just relax. It's just such a gift. So I'm wondering if you want to start off by <laughs> saying what you remind me of again, it's so again.
1: I would love to. There is nothing wrong with you and there is nothing wrong with your child. Oh, it's so... <laughs> there is nothing wrong with you and there is nothing wrong with them.
0: It's amazing. And it's so simple to to say, but it's so profound because I think many of us grow up believing that there is something wrong with us, yes. And then when our children are not complying or they're doing difficult, challenging, maybe unusual things, yes. we can immediately jump to say that there's something wrong with our child, and then we can, yes. you know, there's so much guilt and anxiety that can go along with it. So, I'd love for you to expand more. About
1: yes. that. Oh, um, I love that we're doing it completely off the cuff as well. Well, you know me, I always like to look at the, the culture and uh, society and to really see that that's really such a cultural lens that we have, that most of us have grown up with, that, that, that through the old fashioned forms of parenting, we learned to believe that there was something wrong with us, intrinsically something wrong with us. And so when our, as you say, when our child does something or when we do something or don't do something, that's what we'll generally go to is that, is that that belief that we've really internalized growing up, which is either there's something wrong with me or there's something wrong with them, or there's something wrong with both of us,
0: yeah, all that <laughs> which is me.
1: a double, yeah. <laughs> double whammy of, of painfulness. And to really know that when we're doing that to ourselves, as you know, I call them the emotional sticks that we have emotional bruises and it makes everything so much harder, doesn't it? I know for me, more in younger parenting days that if I was hitting myself with a stick or telling myself there's something wrong with my child then I then I'd be in so much pain then it's really hard to respond in ways that were in any way helpful for anybody <laughs> I don't
0: know. Yes. have you found that as well <laughs> completely because you might be having a, a problem with your child or you know have an yes. issue or something that you're really struggling with yes and so that's one part of it but the other part of it is that overlay. That little voice going, oh, "Why are they doing something so wrong? Is that because you've done something wrong, you know, yes. in their past? Are you doing something wrong now? Yes. Is there something fundamentally wrong with your child?" And you yes. know, and those words. And I also overlay it with, "I'm an aware parenting instructor," and I'm still struggling with my child. <laughs> oh my god!
1: That's a double extra stick. Yes, yeah. that's a great one. That one isn't it? <laughs> oh, gosh.
0: And so when I have that, it then becomes debilitating to know yes. to think clearly. Yes, and then also generally leads to a harsh or a harsh response yeah actually it it, or certainly not a response that I want to ideally give to my child because it comes from a place of fear and panic and yes um uh, quite unpleasant feelings exactly yeah
1: so it's yeah really hard (laughs) and often or we may be doing future I remember the other one I said was like the future thoughts about how if they're doing this now how are they going to be when they're you know, oh, yeah. x y and z age, so it's that future thinking that there's something wrong with them if we don't do if something doesn't change right now, then they're going to end up terrible yeah. as well so that's a kind of a similar thing isn't there something there is going to be something wrong with them <laughs> either there is there's something wrong with them now or there's going to be something wrong with them
0: <laughs> yes, yeah. and either i've caused it or you know. Yes. As a mum, yes, parent, we caused it. Yeah. or Unless we do something right yes. now, it's yes. just going to get worse. Exactly. And we've just got to stamp on this or whatever yes. it
1: is. Yeah. And I really so resonate with what you're saying. Is then if we if we're hitting ourselves with those emotional sticks, the feelings that go on in our bodies, and that, and um, we tend to go, don't we, into that fight or flight or freeze response, and that's where often our most unenjoyable parenting is going to happen because we're feeling scared, as you say, or we're feeling powerless, or just, just ouch, basically. And when we're in an ouchy place, it's that's it's very hard to parent with compassion and understanding and um, responsiveness in, in helpful ways that are going to help our child return to their true loving nature, isn't it? It's where if we're in that, ah, <laughs> <laughs> there's something wrong with me. There's something wrong with them. there's something going to be wrong with them? We're gonna we're gonna be in a in that more fight or flight reactive space, and nothing very. Helpful ever really comes from parenting in those places, does it?
0: No, really. No, <laughs> I would safely say no. It doesn't. <laughs> and I, it was particularly with me having the you know you're an aware parenting instructor you know yes. you really shouldn't have done oh, this. But so yeah, then you yes. should you know should, yes. saying should 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 you you shouldn't have done this and you should do this and yes. they shouldn't be behaving like this if you're doing all these amazing things. And so yes, um, yeah, you've helped me sort of to to let go of that. Because Yay! I, I know. Yay. Um, but when I
1: only because I, I went through it myself that's only know how I could help you because I, <laughs> I used to do it like my, to
0: myself too <laughs> yeah but when you then take that off and go well this is how my child is behaving right now and if yeah. I can take off all of those other things yes. and address what's actually happening right now it makes life so much easier so it does isn't it Because I
1: think also, you know, me and I love to talk about our inner children and what part of us we're responding from. So if we're if we're telling ourselves there's something wrong with me or there's something wrong with them. I mean, those are basically historical places we go to because they're things that we learned younger, either in our family or our culture or the media. There's something wrong with me or there's something wrong with them. So we're often coming from a much younger part of us as well. So if we're, if we're parenting from four-year-old us, we are we don't have the resources. It's you know, like four-year-old us is not designed to, to be a parent. It doesn't, doesn't have the resources to respond in ways that are uh, helpful for our children and ourselves. So I think it's really helpful to remember that as well when we're in those places of, especially if there's that really strong current of there's something wrong with me, is sometimes to even ask, you know, how old do I feel right now? Because often... We're going to feel mm-hmm. younger because that's when we first learnt those kinds of things, and it often came from old fashioned forms of parenting. You know, there it, where we literally heard those
0: kinds of things. What is wrong with you? Or and you I found are bad. Saying that to anyone, <laughs> I'm saying, what's wrong with you? And I'm going, oh hell, not say that because when we're coming from that four year old self yes. or whatever age, we respond in four year old ways. Like my four year old, you know, exactly. does not respond. You exactly. know, super calm when he's under stress, and so that's exactly. how that's why we lash out that's why we react exactly "Ah!"
1: yeah and because we also heard those kinds of things so and of course the difference is now we get to repair and go oh you know as I, i know you do and i do with my children i think that's the difference that yes these things may still come out because of our own conditioning but that makes so much difference doesn't it if we go in and then take responsibility i'm so sorry i said that yes. that was my my it was caused by my feelings there was nothing wrong with you there has never been anything wrong with you so we're saying these kinds of phrases to them that we but that we also really need to hear our younger parts need to hear that actually there's nothing wrong with us if we're having if, you know that four-year-old us that maybe was having a big tantrum or had some really big feelings so we were maybe lashing out there was nothing wrong with us there's never anything wrong with us it's just we were trying to deal with our feelings in a in a culture and a society that didn't understand us or how to how to help us through that to come out the other side and be calm and relaxed and cooperative and all those things that we love
0: and I don't know how people are feeling when they're listening to this but I feel really teary when you say that because and I've cried on other occasions (laughs) because you you have to keep reminding me this and it's such a profound shift in our view of ourselves yes. and then of our children. And I yeah. feel I feel really cheery now. Yes. Because you know, it's so I think so many people go through life thinking that there's something fundamentally wrong yes. with them. Yeah. And so that's why we then turn to addictive natures and we numb ourselves and we lash out or we, you know, find it hard to form good relationships, or you know, the myriad of things that most, you know, we all struggle with. Yes. I think stems from, you know, I'm not good enough and yes. I don't deserve this and all this sort of stuff. So yes. to, hear, to have somebody physically say, there's nothing wrong with you, it's really profound. Yes.
1: And, and not only that, but there never has been anything wrong with you. Oh, there's gosh. never been anything wrong with you and, and there never will be anything wrong with you.
0: Yeah. So to have that sink in and... You know, I've known Marion for a long time, and she's been saying this to me for a long time. And each time, every time I hear it, I go, oh. <sighs> like I, have yes. yes. I have an extra piece of realisation. Yeah. I have an extra relaxation that there, there isn't anything wrong with me. Yeah.
1: And to really know, and I really love what you say, I mean, I don't love it, but I love it, <laughs> that this is what so many of us do have and are working with because it, and it's entirely cultural. It's entirely cultural and it really comes from this this modern culture that we have had for the last couple of thousand years, which is based on the belief that there's fundamentally something wrong with human beings either. You know, it used to be that yeah. we were sinful and now it's more like yeah. we're bad or we're naughty or. You know if we don't get punished and rewarded we're going to end up these you know there's intrinsically something wrong with us and it needs to be trained out of us and to really flip that on its head completely to know that there really is nothing wrong with any of us it's it's such a huge shift isn't it and and to really know that that the way that gets passed down is through parenting that's how it gets passed down that's how people internalize that i mean it's the culture as well but if we get something different from our parents then we, we kind of have that uh, that resilience almost that, um, you know, it's not going to come in from the culture because we're really hearing it from our family, which is why the work that you're doing, Helena, is so important and the parents listening. And this isn't to hit ourselves with sticks. This is a hard thing to shift. You know, it's shifting a whole cultural paradigm. Mm. So, of course, it's going to be hard and there will be times where we say things we don't want to, and but we can repair and we have awareness and that's what makes the difference to really see that fundamentally – to help help our children grow up knowing that there is really nothing wrong with them. There's fundamentally nothing wrong with them. That fundamentally they are a loving being. It's 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 so radical, isn't it? And it's so you know we're talking a lot about that. It's really political, and you know if if it's mothers listening as well, I think to us really see the power we have to help our children know that there's nothing wrong with them because going out into the world. Knowing, thinking there's something wrong with you fundamentally or knowing that there is actually nothing wrong with you fundamentally is such a different position to go out into our lives with, isn't it? In every way. Our relationships, our, yeah. our calling, our, you know, all the things that we do. It's so big.
0: It's huge. Yeah, I can't think I can't even put it into words right now because it yes. just transforms your whole approach to life. It, it transforms your expectations of how other people can treat you.
1: Yes. Um, oh, that's a big use, one, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Sorry, what were you going to say after that?
0: No, that was it. I'm not getting very articulate right no, now. No, but
1: I love that. I love that, the expectations of how other people will treat us. Because if we believe there's something wrong with us, then we're going to put up with a whole lot of stuff, aren't we? I deserve yeah. that. or Because you know that whole punishments paradigm also, what I really loved really getting was um, like the work of Alice Miller. She, talked to, she wrote um, lots of books. One of them is called For Your Own Good.
0: I need to read her. You reference her a lot. Really, I, yeah.
1: haven't yeah, read much for a long lot of years. But anyway, she what, what I really got from her is that not only do we internalise these ways of responding to ourselves. There's something wrong with me. I've done something wrong. I should do this. All this harsh in a dialogue. But we also internalise that that was good for us to be treated in those ways. Yes. So we yes, internalize, we yeah. Then we internalize it. If if we hadn't been treated in those ways, we would be wild and harsh and
0: terrible oh, people. Yeah. And,
1: and that's, that's what the whole
0: smacking argument. Yes. I, you know, I was smacked, and I turned out well, and I I'm glad my parents did that to me because if they hadn't, then I'd have just been this wild, I don't know, hideous creature. If I hadn't been disciplined in that harsh way, that's a. That's yes. a I mean, I don't know many. I would imagine most people listening, you know, fundamentally now disagree with smacking and. But but that has been such a prevalent going, well, thank goodness they treated me in that way, because otherwise I'd have just been a crazy person.
1: Yeah. And so even though smacking in our culture that's phasing out as being seen culturally, that's really phasing out but still you know when I'm working with mothers getting free from guilt I do hear people say you know but if I didn't feel guilty if I didn't hit myself with that guilt stick all the time then I would be a terrible mother I would lie on the couch watching Netflix all the time you know that's the fear because we internalize not only the the punishment or there's something wrong with me or whatever it was the belief that's that without it we're we're a bad person it's the fundamental belief isn't it that gets internalized you're so right without yeah. this harshness, without this judgment, without this self-judgment, without this. And that's, I think, what, why it may get passed That's how it gets passed down. And that's how, you know, I love the work of Bruce Lipton as well. You know, yeah. we, we love both love his work. And he really talks about children being in almost that hypnotic state, the, the brain wave states. That they're literally taking everything in. And so that they need to believe. We, when we're children, we need to believe that the adults know what they're talking about. We need to do that to be safe. And, and that to they belong. are doing it for our own good. And that they're doing it for our own good. Whereas actually most of the time, as we know, a lot of the time when we're reacting to our children and behaving in unenjoyable ways, them, it's nothing to do with them. It's all our own hurts. <laughs> it's our own inner children. It's our own pain that's getting passed down. So it's this this kind of weird thing that happens, isn't it? This belief of this is this is really helpful for me. So when I grow up to be a parent, I'm gonna need to do this to my children to help them be, you know, not not wild let them know who's boss and there's something wrong with them and they should and they shouldn't, they have to, and they've got to punish them if they do that. Teach them to be respectful, all that stuff. And, of course, we're not talking about, you know, there there are reasons when children are, you know, hitting or biting or swearing or those, but from an aware parenting perspective, we can help them return to that loving nature without ever being harsh or punitive or ever letting them know there's something wrong. It's more letting them know that they've you know, they've lost connection with their true loving nature rather than there's something wrong with them that we need to force them back into being these good people.
0: Yes, because this isn't about... Um, because, yeah, there are times when we all behave in ways that aren't helpful. Yes, and so with, you know, particularly as parents with our children, that's yes. when we then recognize that we recognise that, and I love Patty Whitford's description of it's they're off track. Off track, yes. That, and then our role is to help them being, you know, bring them back on track yes. because it's not like they're fundamentally bad. It's just there's oh. something going on and let's help our children. Let's so help, help them, from a yes. helping point of view it, rather than a, yes. a belief that there's something terribly wrong with them that we need to, you know, yes metaphorically or physically beat it out of them or whatever it is. But... Yeah. Um, so we still need to help our children with their emotions. Yes, um, yes, lead. and their behavior. Yes.
1: So but that, coming from that, that fundamentally yeah. different perspective, isn't it? That it's, that, and I used to have a little mantra and I <laughs> around, especially if it was my son more a few years ago, and if he was doing things, it was usually when he didn't want to come to the beach with me. And I'd have this thought that would go through, and I really needed to replace mm-hmm. it with, there's nothing wrong with him. He's not enjoying this and he needs my help. So it's really replacing those old, Can
0: you say those that
1: again? old uh, there's nothing wrong with him. He's not enjoying this and he needs my help. So to really replace those old mm-hmm. conditioned mantras that we have got that, you know, the, the conditioning that we've got, there's something wrong with him or there's something wrong with me to actually put in place different ways of thinking about it, because those are, we will often go to those automatically. To know that yes absolutely and we have tools and that's what you talk about in all your podcasts and your courses is there are beautiful tools to help children get back on track or return to their loving nature but we don't ever need to use punishment or tell them they're bad or shame them i mean really literally it's the shaming isn't it the shaming is there's something wrong with you for for doing this and that's where shame comes in and that's why there's so many people walking around the planet full of shame that (laughs) feels so painful
0: and hiding parts of themselves because it feels yes. too shameful to yes. to be fully transparent. Because you think, oh, that's that's that part is bad and it's wrong. Bad and wrong. Yeah.
1: So it's a fundamentally oh, transformative <laughs> really is. act, isn't it? Parenting because we really need, do we, we need beings in the world who really know that there's nothing wrong with them. And not living from this shame and this guilt, so they actually have all this extra capacity to be loving, to make a difference, to contribute in the world. We need to feel free to
0: be yourself, isn't it? Yes, because even you know, um, coming we're both from Britain, um, you yes. know, England, that yes. you know, even our you know, great exuberance was was criticized of being oh, like, you know yes. you're showing off now or you know just. yes or oh, showing
1: off yeah that yes. was a big
0: thing <laughs> and so you know, not only are we dismissing the upset feelings but we're also dismissing the joy of the exactly yeah yeah and so then you then people downplay that going well I don't want to appear too too much I don't want yes. to be too
1: much yes or too this too upset because there's sh- so there are all these parts I love how you're pointing to that it can also be particular parts and particular feelings can't it well I and particularly in in Britain that, that we grew up in is yes if you if you're even upset you stiff up a lip yeah <laughs> you're upset no you shouldn't be there's something wrong with you if you feel upset yeah. there's something wrong with you if you feel really exuberant there's something wrong with you if you this that and the other you know there's so much wrongness leads to the shame leads to the splitting off of parts of us and then we end up being these like such a small proportion of who we can be
0: yes and I was I was at a um, play group the other day talking about babies and yes, crying and yes, uh, And yes. you know some of them even started to get the realization of course that when babies or toddlers or children or anybody falls over going oh you're okay you're okay you're so brave brush it off off you go that you're not even allowed to express that you're hurt or that you're yes. shocked or that you're upset yes. because of some you know and that's a physical hurt yes so then people are too scared to express that that they are hurt because Yes. There's something that's not the accepted thing to no. do. So
1: again, of course, then if they do, if we do have physical pain or emotional pain and we feel upset, then there's all this internalised, I shouldn't feel like this. Yeah. I, there's something wrong with me for having this feeling or this need. <laughs>
0: <laughs> My puppy's making appearances to <laughs>
1: <me>. <laughs> She's
0: totally agreeing. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> How wonderful it is to be. To, to actually to be increasingly free from that, to know actually it's really, there's nothing wrong with you for having feelings. There's nothing wrong with you when you feel sad. There's nothing wrong with you when you feel frustrated. There's nothing wrong with you when you actually feel tired and need to rest. You know, it, all of these things that our culture's taught us, there's something wrong with us, you know, from the most small to the most big to yeah. so actually go there is nothing wrong with me feeling this way there's nothing wrong with you I'd like to say to the listeners there is nothing wrong with you when you feel sad there is nothing wrong with you when you feel frustrated there's nothing wrong with you when you feel tired and you need to rest or you need some support you need some empathy these are beautiful normal natural feelings and needs we just learned early on that there was something wrong with us if we felt them how how kind of crazy crazy culture isn't it like a crazy culture that we live in like how could how could that be how can we've got so far from knowing who we really are yes
0: oh wow (sighs) well i've I've got theories about (laughs) that i i just started i grew up anglican christian yes many aspects of it that I really love yes but I remember being struck I went to an all girls boarding school and there was quite a bit of anorexia there yes and um you know and every week I, I liked going to church I felt connected with my family but I liked but every time you know going we had to I can't even remember the words now but basically going on about how we are sinful and we're sinners and forgive us our trespasses uh our sins and I remember being struck at the time going can you stop banging on about our sinners? <laughs> our, our sins, please. You know, we're fifteen year old girls. Really, what are we doing? <laughs> yeah. What we need, what we need is, is love. And, and yes. I didn't think of the word acceptance at the time, but I just thought, really, what oh. have we done that's so sinful? Oh. And there's people here that really need help. Yes. Can we stop can we focus oh. on that rather than the sins?
1: I feel really touched hearing that. Imagine all those teenage girls who wouldn't it be wonderful to to rehearing yeah. you're beautiful there's nothing wrong with your needs and your feelings and I'm here I'm listening I haven't done yeah, anything I mean, wrong
0: that's what we need I'm here and I'm listening that's mm. I think the most powerful words you can say to people yes along with there's nothing wrong with you yes. <laughs> that's I'm here but, and I'm, but listening. I'm here and I'm listening yeah. is,
1: whatever happens it, whatever yeah. happens whatever you do whatever you feel I'm here and I'm listening oh so wonderful Time isn't it
0: silence. <laughs> how amazing that would be if we've all grown <laughs> know. up knowing
1: that and thank you because I love how you how you share this and you know that's one of my main inner loving mother phrases to myself is I'm I'm here I'm, I'm listening because that's what I really got from that's what I wanted to say to my children when they're upset when they were crying is uh, I'm, I'm here I'm listening <laughs> I say a million times and I really got that for myself how wonderful that is and so you know like like you're saying that sigh of relief, I know. Whenever my loving mother says that to me, I'm right here, sweetheart, I'm listening. <sighs> I have that same. Does that, that nervous system relaxation? Cause that's what yeah. I have. Uh, that's kind of my uh, generalization. I think pretty much any everyone on the planet just wants to hear that, don't they?
0: Yes, uh, and to be know that, and to to know that to be fully heard and fully accepted and loved after being fully heard.
1: Yes. I'm here, I'm listening, I love you exactly as you are, oh, nothing, yeah. you haven't done anything wrong and I love you whatever you do, I'm always here, I'm always here and I and I think if any listeners have that fear, like but if I were to do that for myself and my child wouldn't I just go off and then be, do all these terrible things and it's just exactly the opposite because it's and that's what I love about Aware Parenting, it comes back to if we if we meet our children's needs and we listen to their painful feelings, that those are the, it's the unmet needs and the painful feelings that cause the unenjoyable behaviors. Yes. Such a radical shift, isn't it? It's not punishment. When did ever someone being harsh to, (laughs) to me, to you or us being harsh to ourselves, did that ever, and did we ever go, oh yes now I feel so loving and I want to go and love my child and love my
0: partner and love my friends did it ever no we just like oh god I'm a terrible person but if we and it's like that hot potato when you feel when somebody's been horrible to you then you then pass that on to the (laughs) the person in the pecking order exactly
1: But if we get to, re- to receive that love, the more we receive that love and we give that love to ourselves and we hang out with people. You know, we always talk about this, don't we, Helena? Whenever we talk to yeah. each other, we go, why do we not talk to each other more? Because we're giving each other love and we're saying, you're so yeah. wonderful and what you have to offer is so wonderful. And we And then we go off, we have more love to give to others. And that's exactly the same with our children. If they're behaving in, if they're hitting or biting or throwing or not sleeping, there's nothing wrong with them. They're not being bad. They're not being naughty. They're actually needing more love, more, their needs to be met more, their feelings to be met more. And and we need more love then because that's hard. We need to love ourselves more and receive more love to be able to do that. So more love, less judgment. (laughs) Nothing wrong with you.
0: Couple of things coming up now. As I'm listening, um, <laughs> Emmy and I had a we had a moment. This oh, morning did you? That oh, sending your love. Yes. And now, after talking to you, I'm going. Oh, god, I love that girl. I'm going to go yes. and make like, the enormous cuddle and apologise because yeah, yes. it wasn't a great morning. Um, and you're right. And this is where we need we need our strong community and people around us who who love us. And yes. I mean, people who love us can still find this hard, but who understand. Yes. Why we behave in challenging ways and what we actually need. Yes. And I know talking to some friends who find this hard, they go, "Well, you know, I'm strong. I don't, I don't need, I don't need to cry, and I don't need the support. I'm strong. I can do this on my own." And I'm trying to say, but you don't need to do this on your own. And actually, yes. it makes it so much more enjoyable, and you get so much more, and then you can give more to your children when you're not doing it on your own. We're not designed. I, yes. I don't know if i didn't have a chat with you regularly i don't know where i'd be <laughs> designed to live in nuclear
1: families is part of this kind of cultural spell that we live under isn't it that we, you know we have these little separate families and we're supposed to just you know get on and do all the things and not need anyone not have needs and not have feelings i mean what absolute really just so ridiculous it's so foreign from what I think is our true nature we're designed to live in community loving supportive community where everyone can get their needs met and of course it's going to be hard when we're not we're so far from that kind of blueprint I think that of course it's going to be really hard at times we need more love more support more love and support for us so that we can give our children more love and support so they can grow up being able to give lots of love and support to the people around them because that is what the world needs more. We need more, more love. love. Less shame, more unconditional love.
0: Yes, and it's not easy to give that unconditional no. love to our children. And that's so. Anybody who's listening now who's going, I don't do this. <laughs> that's- there's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong
1: with you. Is it natural and normal to this, to be hard? Because yeah. it's, we're living in this paradigm and to actually, to, to to aim to do something different is going to be hard. There's nothing wrong with you for finding it hard. Yeah. Of course it's going to be hard. That's where we need more love and more compassion and more, you know, to know that we can always go and apologize. We can always repair. It's never too late to repair with our children, even if it's like, even if they're 10 or 15 or 20 yeah. Never too late to repair. Or 50, however old they are.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: We can apologise. We can take responsibility. We can let them know that we love them exactly as they are. Never too late.
0: Oh, the biggest gift, I think. Alfie Cohen's book, Unconditional Parenting. Yes. It's a great title. And it's hard to put that into practice. But to, for our children to grow up knowing that we love them exactly as they are.
1: Yes. Yeah. <sighs> Can you imagine the world? You know, I really do think that if everyone knew that in the heart of hearts, there was nothing wrong with them. They'd never done anything wrong. <laughs> that I mean, we're not gonna, we wouldn't have war. We wouldn't have people chopping rain for us down. We wouldn't have, you know, yeah. let's everyone be wanting to help each other and we will be doing whatever we could and receiving help when we needed it. And yeah.
0: just,
1: we wouldn't have all these, we wouldn't have addictions. We wouldn't have, you know, all that Electric stuff. Violence, just, harsh, none of it, all of it, all the stuff that's horrible in yeah. the, on the planet. Would be, wouldn't be there oh. Would it if we all knew, the way I loved exactly as we are?
0: I'm just wondering because you've referenced your inner loving mother. Yes. A times. I'm just wondering, do you want to share a little bit about that?
1: Yeah. So it's really like, and it really came through just exactly that. I was saying these things to my children over and over again. I love you exactly as you are. Or well, it's more. I started off with, I'm here. I'm listening with they're crying. Mm. I'm here. I'm listening. A million times and to go. Oh, that clearly is really enjoyable to hear. How would that be for me to hear that from my own inner loving mother? And it can be, you know, your divine mother or just from yourself, whatever you want to actually. And for me, it's important to hear as, as like, as I would receive it. So I'm here, I'm listening. So I hear it as if it was another person because, you know, it's different from affirmations. It's different from, you know, I am heard, I am loved exactly as I am because, The way we internalize these things is it started off in relationship. We had mothers and fathers and whoever, so we would have heard it. We would have heard it. Whatever we heard is what we internalized. So to me, it's important that we get to hear it as if we were. And it's particularly for our inner children. Our inner children need to be hearing it still because they still, you know, they, they needed to hear that a lot and they didn't hear it a lot, most of us.
0: So So would you say instead of there's nothing wrong with me, would you say? I tend to go,
1: yeah, there's nothing wrong with you to hear it as a thing. And of course, you know, everyone's different. So for some people, they might go, oh, that just feels weird. I I prefer to say there's nothing wrong with me. But for me, I always like to hear it as a
0: positive
1: to receive it from someone else. As if I'm yes. hearing it from my inner loving crew, and I may get eventually get to the point where I've internalized it so much and heard it so much that then it does become an I statement because that's again what happens to us developmentally. Uh-huh. We go, we hear enough times. You, you know, you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't do that. There's something wrong with you. What's wrong with you? All of that we internalize. Oh, there's something wrong. We do internalize it eventually. So the way I like to do it is, we hear it enough, and from our friends, from our outer loving crew, that then we yeah. then we do believe it to be true but I think often we need to hear it a lot of times and it's nice to hear it, isn't it? you know my my little children love to hear it. they couldn't hear it not enough times I love you exactly as you are and they're all like
0: yay <laughs> <laughs> yay really oh, the important thing is also to say it when we're not in those stressed moments because I know when I get flooded and stressed and what yes. you, I find yeah. it hard to access but when I've yes. been saying it regularly to myself yes then it comes more yes. readily it's like a practice any only practice and
1: also if we're flooded we're identified with the younger part of us usually so it's really hard to yeah. access any other part And that's where we need a friend an ad loving crew member to come and tell us those things and be with us and listen and love us and let us know there's nothing wrong with us for feeling overwhelmed feeling flooded feeling upset
0: Nothing wrong. Next time you feel stressed, (laughs) come back and listen to this podcast and listen to the beautiful Marion.
1: Nothing wrong with you.
0: you. Yeah. (laughs) It's so amazing.
1: I love talking to you. Thank you so much. I love the the way that you bring the, the light that you bring the different yeah. ways that you look at things so thank you thank
0: you and would you? Like to <laughs> we must do that? this more often <laughs> <laughs> every time. so do you, can you share more about your living because what marion has so many amazing courses to do what are you at the moment is there do you have your loving in a loving presence process uh, yet?
1: that's that's yeah that's open all year round so in a loving presence process but i do have small little things i have an in a loving mother out of loving mother ebook it's a little six dollar australian six dollar little ebook so that's a nice little place to start and have little yes. free things as well is there any but, free meditations i do oh. i do have some free meditations that basically just especially for mums just really a lot of appreciation because again in our culture i think we don't get enough appreciation i like to, to tell mums as much as possible i really appreciate what you're doing what you're doing is really important and really valuable so yeah i have some little free meditations on that on my website and on my soundcloud
0: brilliant so what do you what do you got at the moment for people to
1: yeah well Mm -hmm. in loving presence process is open all year round and i'm doing a uh, I really just love to tell people. So if you, if you want to come and do some work with me, I just love to tell people as many times as they can hear it. Is these things: I'm mm. here, I'm listening, I love you exactly as you are. There's nothing wrong with you, and there never has been. I'm here, I've got your back, I trust you. I'm I'm always here. I support you in doing what you love. So um, yeah. That's like my favourite kind of work, really, to work with people yeah. like that.
0: <laughs> yeah. So Marion has mentoring programs, and I highly. <laughs> love oh, thank you. You're
1: so <laughs> wonderful.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much. That's been. I thank mean, you. I got so... so much value out of it, and I'm going to go and be really gorgeous to my daughter <laughs> this afternoon. And um, so I hope everybody's listening has got value from it as well. Uh, thank but, you. And
1: yeah. you know, what I really love is to really come back to your courses, like annoying to amazing that that to because I think sometimes parents don't see that, that actually responding in those ways, like when your child is having a tantrum, when your child is hitting or they're not cooperating is is the things that you are teaching to, to parents or how they can respond are what they then internalize about and, and learn you know, their core self-beliefs from that. So it may seem like these are not related to that but but what you're teaching is fundamentally helps children to know that that there is nothing wrong with them so you know I really want to to big shout out to you to annoying to amazing and all your work because that's the practical tangible things that parents can do in responding to their children so their children know that there isn't anything wrong with them so they don't carry this whole lifetime of shame
0: because sometimes we can have this theory and this sort of esoteric notion of, of course I want my children to the yes that they're loved with whatever they do exactly but will you stop yes so this is that's what I love about where parenting and yes so much from you is how do we connect those two together how do yes. we bring that beautiful desire for our children
1: yes to practical day-to-day reality yeah, exactly to and it's really, you know, because these are. I used to have that. I read, I'd read books for years. like just love yourself, and I was like, that's all very well, but how do I do that? So, you know, I'm passionate about helping parents with that, and your work with parents is actually really tangible, specific strategies to all these things that are, you know, the mealtimes and the bedtimes and the behavioral things. They're really tangible strategies and not only help children stop hitting and stop biting and, you know, cooperate and all of that stuff, but it fundamentally affects who they believe themselves to be. It fundamentally yeah. helps them know that they are loved exactly as they are. There is nothing wrong with them. So, you know that's why it's amazing. You know, the work you do is amazing, where parenting is amazing. But your courses and your way of communicating so clearly and specifically to parents is, you know, such a genius zone. I think of yours. So, oh, so <laughs> Can you
0: see how being mentored by marion would just boost your self-confidence? <laughs> so, <amazing. laughs> all right, thank you so much. Lovely oh, thank you,
1: lovely, so much thank love you. to you, thank and you. um, see you next time. See you next time. <laughs> Bye.
0: I hope you enjoyed this week's episode and you can see how you can implement what we talked about today with your children and family be sure to hit subscribe in your podcast app to know when each episode is released and i would love it if you could leave a review and share with your friends and if you want to shout less and connect more head over to parentingwithplay.com.au to download my quick guide of five simple games which you can start playing straight away you really can transform your everyday parenting challenges with connection and fun So have a great week and enjoy playing.